0: Thanks.
1: Ideas are challenged. Can you handle it? Are you curious about the world? Do you listen to the views of others? Of course you do. That's why you're listening to this station and this program, Pittsburgh Symphony Radio. Pittsburgh Symphony music director Manfred Honnick shares your views. Swedish composer Rolf Martinson wrote his Open Mind and dedicated it to Manfred Honek. It's our first music from Heinz Hall. Then, Mozart's Twenty-Second Piano Concerto with Yefim Bronfman, and Jean Sibelius' Second Symphony. Keep the free thinking spirit going across the centuries. You'll hear them all on Pittsburgh Symphony Radio, made possible with the free thinkers at the Spanos Group of Raymond James. Their business is people and their financial well-being with decisions focused on the long term. 844-545-2259 or spanosgroup.com. Raymond James and Associates Incorporated. Member New York Stock Exchange, SIPIC. This program also is supported by the musicians of the Pittsburgh Symphony Orchestra. Pittsburgh Symphony music director Manfred Honeck met Swedish composer Rolf Martinsson twenty years ago. They quickly realized they are like-minded.
2: Rolf Martinsson, I got to know him the beginning of the 2000, 2003, 4, and I liked his tonal language and, and his way of composing so I asked him to compose a piece for me and the Swedish radio symphony because In that time I was a music director in Stockholm. And 2005, I well-premiered this piece. Uh, It's called Open Mind. It's a wonderful piece, a 10-minute piece, and very uh very emotional and beautiful harmonies in the succession of the Austrian tradition, I would say. These pieces are uh, played quite often in, in the world now, which makes me always very happy because when you do a piece uh, to be written for somebody, it should not play one time, it should be played all, um, all over the world, and with this piece it happens, and uh, by the way also with other pieces like Mason Bates, Resurrection is played by other composers and even our arrangements like the Electra Suite or Kruzalka is a lot of in demand. people and conductors want to perform that and thats is good. things happen here in Pittsburgh Commission and these pieces will be now hopefully played everywhere in the world.
1: Rolf Martinson is heard on recordings including his concertos and other orchestral works as well as his chamber music open mind for orchestra was written to function as a concert overture. With two spectacular outer sections and a slow, atmospheric center, this mini-symphony has some romantic overtones, but also carries a darker, dramatic side that, if anything, heightens its cinematic feel. It is dedicated to the conductor, Manfred Honick, and contains a musical cryptogram based on the letters of his name. Though you probably wouldn't realize it without Martinson's program notes. Here is Manfred Honick to conduct the first Heinz Hall performance of Open Mind by Rolf Martinson. You heard Open Mind by Rolf Martinsson. Manfred Honeck conducted the music which was dedicated to him with his Pittsburgh Symphony Orchestra. Martinsson was born in May of 1956 in Sweden. He studied composition at the Malmö Academy of Music, Lund University, from 1981 to 85, working with Brian Ferneyhough and other composers. Since 1987, he has taught composition and arranging at Malmö Academy. The Daphne label released the recording that Manfred Honeck made with the Swedish Radio Symphony Orchestra of Open Mind, and it has also been recorded by Andrew Mansi with the Royal Stockholm Philharmonic Orchestra. In the world we live in today, we need more open minds. They gather here. Pittsburgh Symphony Radio. Jim Cunningham with you. The mind of Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart is next, his 22nd Piano Concerto in E-flat major. It was first heard December 16, 1785, as he was approaching the height of his popularity in Vienna. While writing the 22nd Piano Concerto, he was working on the score for the opera The Marriage of Figaro. The following spring, the opera was so popular that Emperor Joseph had to limit encores of individual numbers during performances he felt there were just too many notes. As far as we know, Mozart likely performed this particular concerto at least three times during his life, twice within a few weeks of its completion and again during a series of subscription concerts the following Lent. The 22nd concerto is especially noteworthy for its colorful woodwind writing, which uses clarinets in place of the oboes, which were expected in an orchestra of the time. Oh yeah, it's a complete masterpiece,
3: there is absolutely no words to describe the greatness of this of this music and one particular feature and it happens actually rare in piano concert maybe one more that there is a slow section in a fast movement last movement here and it's a very beautiful interlude it's like an opera a little bit and uh, it's like a model for so many composers that came afterwards to write a piano concerto. I think that, for instance, Beethoven, we were just talking with Manfred about it, that Beethoven took so much from this for his concertos, for in particular, the Emperor Concerto and the C Minor Concerto also. There's just so many little things that you can tell Mozart influenced. It has its grandeur and it has its poetry and has magic to it, you know. The, the way he plays with tonalities
1: in the second movement and the wind interludes are simply sublime. Pianist Yefim Bronfman, our soloist at Heinz Hall, who's about to play the 22nd Mozart Concerto on the new Steinway, he and Emmanuel Axe were directly involved in choosing this instrument, which costs more than $150,000.
3: Well, you know, usually you come to a showroom in the factory in Queens, and they usually, in a showroom, they have between 6 to 8 pianos and uh, you go from one piano to another and you play it and you then you go back to it and uh, and then you start eliminating pianos that you don't want so you end up with two and it takes a couple of hours the whole process and then other people are listening and other people have an impact on uh, they have to express an opinion anyway to make the story short it's always good to know where the piano goes, so I, since I'm familiar a little bit with the Heinz Hall, I thought I had a good chance of selecting a good piano. And I think, um, you know, from first listening, today was the first time I played it on stage, I'm very happy, you know, I think it has, uh, it has something that is quite uh, unique. It has a nice tone, a nice ring to the sound. It was nice to play Mozart on it. And I think over the period of time, it, it will evolve and it will develop. I think we'll have a different, completely different piano six months from now.
1: Here is Jeffim Rolven to play the Mozart Piano Concerto Number no. 22 in e flat. Manfred Honek conducts the Pittsburgh Symphony Orchestra. Thank you. Music by Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. His 22nd piano concerto in E-flat. In Ludwig Kerschel's catalog, it's number 482. You heard Manfred Honeck lead the Pittsburgh Symphony Orchestra. The soloist was Yefim Bronfman. Yefim Bronfman was at Heinz Hall last to play Rachmaninoff. He plays Mozart a little less often. He is beloved by listeners everywhere. On this occasion, he was trying out the new piano with its price tag of nearly $171,000. This is the first performance on the new Heinz Hall Steinway, and he helped to choose the instrument.
3: What's so incredibly interesting is that all pianos are made the same way, and yet they come out differently. You know, how does it, you know how does it work? I don't really know. There's no single piano that's like the other piano. They're not, they're not twins. Or triplets, you know, they're all very, very different, and some come out softer, some come out louder, some come, come out more brilliant, some come out very dry, and you know, I mean, it's it's really I- very interesting process, and and I sometimes talk to the technicians who build the pianos, and they said they don't really know why it comes out that way. You know, it must be different wood, different part of the wood, or wood is alive. You know, it's like organism and it has a small difference that affect the sound and the quality of the instrument. I am glad that
1: you have chosen our piano for Heinz Hall.
3: Well I hope it will serve well for the
1: next 20 years and I, and I hope that the other pianists will enjoy it as much as I did. Heinz Hall regulars want to hear more from Yefim Brofman and more of the new instrument he's going to play an encore. An encore from Yefim Bronfman. After playing Mozart's 22nd Piano Concerto on the new Heinz Hall Steinway, he played Robert Schumann's Arabesque in C, Opus 18. The Schumann Arabesque was a favourite of many great artists of the keyboard, including Vladimir Horowitz and Emil Gilles. Schumann wrote it when he was 29 years old. Yefim Bronfman, born in Tashkent, the former USSR, and now a resident of New York City. John Sibelius' Second Symphony is on the way from Pittsburgh Symphony Radio. I'm Jim Cunningham. I hope you'll write, communicate. The address is WQEDFM, 4802 Fifth Avenue, Pittsburgh, PA 15213. You can send me an email, jcunningham at wqed.org. I'll send you the radio guide, a list of the programs in the series, and the Pittsburgh Symphony Radio credit card holder. It is blue. It has in white the logos of both the Pittsburgh Symphony and the radio station. The idea is to attach it to your phone, but you can attach it to your laptop computer or a notebook. You can attach it to any flat surface and it'll hold more than credit cards. You might want to put some writing instruments inside. Sharpies will fit. It's a good spot to put your business cards. You're an open-minded individual. I know you'll find a good use for it and you'll remember our time together. Assistant Conductors Mundo and Jacob Joyce help in the preparation of these programs. Malia Toronjo is the Pittsburgh Symphony CEO and President. The program is supported by you and we have help from the Spanos Group of Raymond James. Their business is people and their financial well-being with decisions focused on the long term. 844-545-2259 or spanosgroup.com. Raymond James and Associates Incorporated. Member New York Stock Exchange, SIPC. The musicians of the Pittsburgh Symphony Orchestra support this broadcast. Made available by PRX.
2: It's one of the greatest symphonies and very important for the Finnish independence. Uh, as this uh, symphony was regarded as a symbol for freedom, as uh, Finland. Was occupied, so to say, uh, by uh, Russians, uh, country the Tsar in that time, and uh, they did not allow the Finnish language to be taught, and so they felt extremely suppressed by the Russians at that time. Even if Sibelius did not intend it, that this uh, music should be a political uh, connection, listeners and those who were in the first concert, you completely understood. This is a symbol for freedom.
1: Manfred Honeck conducts Jean Sibelius' Second Symphony with the Pittsburgh Symphony Orchestra. Jim Cunningham with you. While Sibelius was writing his Second Symphony, Finland, his homeland, was undergoing its share of turmoil at the turn of the 20th century. There was unrest in the country with patriotic fervor against the yoke of the Russian occupiers. Finns were fired up with excitement over homegrown culture, collecting traditional music and dance, looking into ancient Finnish legends and returning to use the Finnish language. Sibelius was caught up with the artists and writers of the movement. Even though not all of his famous second symphony was written in Finland, some of the work was carried out in Italy. Sibelius and his family were traveling to Italy between February and April of 1901, and much of the Second Symphony was sketched in Florence, with the rest of the work from Rappello, where the composer had rented a studio. Some commentators hear Brahms in the Second Symphony by Sibelius. Igor Stravinsky once heard the second in the company of his teacher, Nikolai Rimsky-Korsakov, Rimsky offered one comment after the performance. He said, well, I suppose that's possible too. Here is the Symphony No. 2 by Jean Sibelius with Manfred Honnick conducting the Pittsburgh Symphony Orchestra at Heinz Hall for the Performing Arts.
0: Thank you. Thank you.
2: You
1: heard the Symphony No. 2 by Jean Sibelius with the Pittsburgh Symphony Orchestra, conducted by music director Manfred Honeck. Music lovers enjoy the pastoral sunshine in the first movement, as well as the icy winds. A flurry of snow yields to a shepherd's call on the oboe. The massed brass section are especially memorable, erupting in snarling crescendos. A report survives of a rehearsal of the Second Symphony, at which only two of the three trumpets were in attendance, the third having come down with the flu. Sibelius stayed only briefly, and then interrupted the rehearsal to leave, saying to the conductor, I can only hear the trumpet which isn't there, and I can't stand it any longer. The trumpets of the Pittsburgh Symphony are led by principal, Micah Wilkinson. Former music director Andre Previn recorded a Sibelius second with the Pittsburgh Symphony for EMI. And Lauren Mazel recorded the second in Pittsburgh as part of his cycle of the complete Sibelius symphonies. Pittsburgh Symphony music director Manfred Honeck has conducted Mozart recently. He made his debut at the Metropolitan Opera in September of 2022 with Ido Maneo I asked Manfred Honick about his experience at the most famous opera house in the world.
2: It was of course uh, very thrilling. I was uh, very happy uh, about the outcome, fantastic orchestra and fantastic singers on the stage. Um, of course, you, when you go first time to, um, to make your debut, you're wondering what happens because you never know what you have expected. But I must also say I was uh, welcomed extremely friendly and it was very well organized. The only question mark which I had in the beginning, how much uh, they are connected with the Mozart style. Because this is very specific um, and, and and as you know we, we have a romantic Mozart style, we have the music historic interpretations, we have a different way. so how is the crew and the musicians uh, uh, reacting um, on on that what, how they see this this score and it was very very happy they was ex- they were extremely attentive and, and wanted to do every phrase in the right way in sp- in, the, in the most important in the right spirit so all in all, I was. Very happy, um, and was a wonderful occasion for me.
1: Manfred Honek, whose broadcast of Idomeneo was scheduled for April twenty second, twenty twenty three, in the Saturday afternoon series of live Metropolitan Opera transmissions, the recording made in the fall of twenty twenty two. Manfred Honek conducted the overture to Idomeneo by Mozart in November of two thousand seventeen at Heinz Hall. <laughs> Fred Honeck and the overture to Ido Maneon by Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart with the Pittsburgh Symphony Orchestra. He conducted the Metropolitan Opera Orchestra in that score in his Met debut in the fall of 2022. I'm Jim Cunningham. Listeners have suggested that I wear a powdered wig or that I'm chief of the local chapter of the Antediluvians. Open minds like to exchange ideas. We started there with Rolf Martinson, his open mind dedicated to Manfred Honeck. Then we had Mozart's 22nd Concerto, played by Yefim Bronfman, with an encore, Robert Schumann's Arabesque in C. Jean Sibelius' Second Symphony was heard, and Mozart's Idomeneo to close. The recordings are made at Heinz Hall by Harold F. Chambers III. The program is produced by Brian Savar. Pittsburgh Symphony Radio is supported by the Spanos Group of Raymond James. Their business is people and their financial well-being, with decisions focused on the long term. 844-545-2259 or spanosgroup.com. Raymond James and Associates Incorporated. Member New York Stock Exchange, SIPIC. This program is also supported by the musicians of the Pittsburgh Symphony Orchestra.